Hi, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast. It's episode 75. I'm gathered here with Michael Tidwell, Anna Marie Newfeld, and myself, all from RP Gamers. Hi, guys. Oh, now we get hi, to guys. say hi? Yeah. There might be girls listening to us. by the sexist. Well, I mean, I'm Chris. Michael's Good other morning, guy. ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the greatest show in the world. Or that. Yeah, that works. Or that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Been an interesting week. Not really. It has. It's just, it's, it's <laughs> that like week, where? it's that time between winter and spring where it's neither too cold nor too warm. No, it is too cold and it's not warm enough and it's Speak not as cold. And I don't know what's going on. This week. It it's been crazy. Week. It's like... There's snow in March. I know. It's it hailed twice this yeah, week no, no, in no. Vancouver. I blame you. What? It didn't snow before you moved west. Ah. Yeah. It's raining right now. You're you're claiming it's always raining. This is the of, west coast. So she's some sort of winter or ice elemental. Yeah, she brought her winter from Brandon. I see. That's uh that's an interesting theory. I'm going with it until she proves otherwise. Okay, until she proves otherwise. The burden of proof is on you, Anna. That's right. <laughs> we got a big show for you today. We got our feedback about save state, save state horror stories. Uh, we got some new releases coming out, like uh, you know Valkyrie Profile stuff. We got some reviews, including, holy crap, what the heck happened <laughs> to Star Ocean? <laughs> we'll get into that later. We got news about Fable and sting games and other stuff like that and then some Q&A to wrap everything up so let's get into it uh, save stories so we last week I want to go said, first I want to go oh, first yes go ahead so the, the, the so, discussion topic was what happened that there you lost a save that's really bad what's good stories um way back in the day I actually didn't have a PlayStation because my mom was all video games aren't for girls blah 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 and I was doing a whole bunch of tutoring um, when I was in like junior high and high school. So instead of actually taking like payment for my tutoring, I like borrowed a PlayStation from one person and borrowed Final Fantasy VII from a second person and borrowed the guide from a third person. And I was playing this game and I didn't have a memory card. And I had like gone to the store and was like, I'm buying a memory card. My mom was like, no, I forbid you to spend your money on this. And I'm like, well, this blows. And I got <laughs> to Casadil's. Yes, I was playing Final Fantasy VII without a memory card. And I got to Casadil's Soul three times. And every single time I got there, the power went out because we had a lightning storm. <laughs> it was never anywhere else. It was always Casadil's Soul. And it was just aggravated to no extent and the uh, the fourth time i finally got through and i was actually at the point where i could enter the final dungeon and i'm like well this is clearly the final dungeon so i don't want to go there right away so i'm just going to fly around and see what's going on and i flew over the desert i'm like there's something funny jutting out of the desert here and I inched a little closer and inched a little closer and then i got into a fight with ruby weapon and promptly died Wait, you got all the way to Ruby Weapon without dying? Yes. That's easy. Without, without wiping. And leaving Falling. your PlayStation on the whole time without crashing. Yes. yes. <laughs> what the heck? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I, I have to reboot, reboot this because how did you get between the discs? What do you mean? You don't have you don't to You don't need save. to turn it off to do that. You just open up the lid, pop out the disc, pop in the disc, and you're done. <laughs> I thought it always that's, asked you to save, though, beforehand. That's insanity, is it what doesn't, that is. If you, it says, do you want to save? Yes. No memory card. Okay, keep going. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have to admit, I never did try that. So. That's, yeah. I, wow. wow. I, what were you going to do if you got to though. Sephiroth and died or something, though? I Cry a river. Apparently. Yeah, so this is actually the reason that I have never finished Final Fantasy VII. Because I was there... Because you're insane. And... <laughs> I was so there. And yeah. I... So that that's my wow. angry story. Um, I that also played my... Final Fantasy Tactics with no memory card. I guess you win. I don't need to read any First. of these now. What the how, how do you... <laughs> how, how do you win? Oh, no, no. How... How do you beat tactics without dying? I didn't. I didn't beat tactics. I think the furthest I got was. Uh, oh yeah, the furthest I ever got was like that Y graph fight. Because at <laughs> yeah, that point, I like, oh, at that point, I didn't have the internet, and I couldn't figure out the shout strategy. I, 
the fact that you made it there without dying is pretty impressive in itself, I think. Well, no, well, she probably I mean, died really a lot, just start it over. You, you, you have to play really conservatively. Yeah. But, well. yes. This is this this was actually one of the reasons that I wrote a very angry editorial. That's a letter. It's an open letter to my mother that I'm really pissed. I was really pissed off. <laughs> and I'm just trying to think that through. Like you would have to not run into any bad random battles in tactics too. Those didn't yep. happen till after Wygraf. Those didn't happen till after Wygraf though. Like the whole like eighteen monks and stuff like that. Yeah, that didn't happen until after. Or Wygraf. ten red chocobos. You know. Oh, ten red chocobos. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. No, no, the best of all, there'd be nine red chocobos and one that healed them, and you could never get to the one that was healing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, um, let's read some of the user ones. They won't well, that, be as that good beats, as that. that beats mine. <laughs> I don't even mine know. Was... I'm not sure I even have one, but... All right, Epion01 well, no, I, says... I, I had one, though, but it's a, it's a well, mega loss. It's years later. Epion01 says, On the saves discussion, my little cousin came to visit one day some years ago and wanted to play some football game with me he brought for the PlayStation. I told him to put the game on while I looked for my other controller. On startup, the game asked to make a save, and the memory card was full, which was with my perfect files with a lot of games I played in the last half of the 90s. Instead of just proceeding without saving, my cute little cousin turned off the game, entered the memory card manager, and wiped the card clean. When I returned, he had just deleted the last one, Breath of Fire 3, if I recall correctly. I almost passed out. That's not good. <laughs> I would be super pissed. I, I don't even know what I would do. This is why would I started... Because it's like... What yeah. do you really do with a perfect game file? Well, I don't know that you need to save, but I started I started backing that stuff up. I remember I bought one of those little um the little deck save things that you could plug the play the the PlayStation memory card into and hook it up via serial port to your computer and then like um, move save files back and forth. I started to back those things up in college because I got paranoid about them. Like this is why I haven't had any major save file disasters um, for the most part that I can recall. Um, See, my question I'm is, sure why would you start a backup system before you actually lost anything? Because that's the... It's Chris. What do you mean, why would you do that? That's ah, when you're Chris. supposed to do it. Yes, but usually you're a child and you've already done something bad and you're like, crap, I should have done it I this way. I was into computers, I learned backup about backups. Oh. So you didn't play it as a child, basically. Um, I didn't get a PlayStation until I was late in high school. That would be why. Okay. Um, but I'm, I was not backing up then. <laughs> I was just <clears throat> I I had heard by the time I got a PlayStation I had heard never buy a third party memory card and I never yeah, I hadn't heard to this that. day that was, have used a third party memory card for the PlayStation products cuz no That was that was my uh, my story. I had one of those mega Wait, cards. No, I'm I'm a liar. I did because I think the system <laughs> came with one cuz I got it used. But then uh, I heard that and I said mm, evacuate. <laughs> I got a third I got a Sony one. Overpriced pieces of plastic. They're they're hit and miss. They're so expensive. Is is what I find. Like I they're, they're, no, they're pretty um, much miss. No, that's not true because I had a MedCast memory card for GameCube, and I still have it to no, this no, no, day. No. no, only the PlayStation ones suck. We don't okay. know why, but they do. Okay. Yeah. I I just don't trust them anywhere. I just I go with the first party now. I'm done with that. Um, oh, oh yeah, Shiro says, I had a Breath of Fire 3 save right before the end. Never beat it. My data became corrupted. I still cry sometimes. It's <laughs> very sad. I still cry. I like that part. Uh, you know what I, ha- I have had happen to me? And you guys have probably already had it, all had it. Like, if you're doing a rotating save file strategy and you accidentally save over the wrong file. I can't remember the game, though, so I don't have a good sob story for it. I'm sure it was like 12 or 10 or something where I lost 10 hours in some way. <laughs> you know what, yeah. Usually my sorts of lost state of things are like from something like Persona 3 where I forgot to save or, you know, who knows. Something or you like were, that. yeah, you were tired. I remember that, yeah, you were telling me once you were tired. And you oh, yeah. Played like yeah, I was tired and I thought I saved, four. but it was just in my head and I turned it off and I hadn't saved. <laughs> so... The fake memory card oh, in my head right. did not work properly. You were so ticked off. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I wasn't happy. I wasn't that. It wasn't that bad because I went back and did it. All right. Uh, Reeton says, uh, "My family has been very poor all my life. So when I got the original PlayStation, my mother bought me a used PS One memory card. 
This was fine and well with me until I started playing none other than Final Fantasy VIII. The main problem was not human error or someone else messing with the saves. It was the fact that the card seemed to be messed up, and when I would try to load up certain files, it would tell them that the file is corrupted. So when this first happened, I was incredibly upset and had to start over. From then on, I would save three to four times just to make sure one of the files worked properly. Yep. Sounds like a third-party wow. card. Jume says, his save story from hell, I was playing Dragon Force for the eighth time and was at the end of Wine's story. Dragon Force, not the song and Guitar Hero. This would be the game for... I don't know. The Saturn. Some obscure game system. Oh, okay. Saturn. At the end of Vine's story, I made I had made one more pro- save prior to taking the eight rulers off to beat Madruk into the dirt, whatever that means, when suddenly, as the save was taking place, the power flickered. Know what happens when the power flickers while saving? Nothing good. And that save file became a glitchy piece of unusable garbage that was fun to look at for a minute, but then just made me sad. <laughs> And because there's nothing short of having a generator devoted to keeping my systems running in case of, fa- of a power failure that I could have done to prevent this, it could happen again. Poor guy. Wine is... Okay, in in Dragon Force, wine is one of the harder ones to get mm-hmm. going because basically um, he is not in a good defensible position. And... Uh, yeah, a lot like, of them start you off to pretty his, easy. And you, and some of them start it. off easy, some of them start <clears> off hard. <throat> Wine's particular instance is a little tough because to his right is a spellcaster general and they're always a pain. And to his left is a really aggressive general. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of in a bad position because theoretically you should go right and take out that tough magician first. But if you try to do that, the guy from the left is just going to come and stomp all over you. Anyway, moving on. understand any of Yeah, sorry. It's a um, tactical game. Yeah, no, that's cool. It's not even a tactical game. I was just, I was just attending to the chat room for a second. Um, it's more of a strategy map management game mm. with lots of really cool battles. All right. So I should get it. If and you had Saturn. a Saturn, you would be getting it. I yeah. should get your Saturn. All right. Posted by Ride no, My. Don't get my Saturn. I have Dragon Force. You I'm, don't I also have Panzer Dragon you Saga, so you're not getting it. my Saturn. That Posted by Ride My Lightning X says, "Seems the lo- the topic for this week is lost saves." Well, yes, it is. Only thing that comes <laughs> to mind that. is back in the day I was playing Pokemon Blue back when there was only blue and red. I had done maybe fifteen hours in the game. One day, my friend borrowed my Game Boy to play Tetris, but instead decided to start a new Pokemon game and saved over my file. That ended my time with Pokemon. Yeah, that would do it. I, I have to. Still wonder to this day why there's only one Pokemon save. Hmm. Yeah, that is a really good point. Maybe it's really big. That makes no sense. <laughs> in, in today's DS times, with the amazing graphics of Pokemon Diamond, you still can't find room for one more save. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess the only thing you would on do, that. like when they run an event, you could grab like three or four of them, but that's the worst thing you have to worry about. Then I would like a second save. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you, someone else would like to play your game, and you wouldn't like to hand them all 180 of your Pokemon and say, "Here, see what you can do." Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least you know the, the Pokemon isn't really nasty like a Fire Emblem, where it like tends to auto save you into a corner. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So Master Chief had a had a story. He says, "Back when I was a kid, Hurricane Andrew." and he's not referring to Castamel, interrupted my run through Dragon Warrior 3 back in the NES. <laughs> since most of the neighborhood lost power. Anyway, a few weeks later, we got the power back. For a while. Being excited, I ran back to my room to resume playing my Dragon Quest 3 game. Unfortunately, the entire block seemed to rush to get the power back on too, and the wires shorted, leaving us without power for weeks more. <laughs> Ouch. Eventually, we got power back permanently, and I once again tried to play, only to find the cart was wiped. Hours of progress peed away. Yep. Oh, I do have a story. I just remembered. So I was playing The Legend of Zelda on the NES, which I still think has good gameplay that stands up to this day, but nobody agrees with me. (laughs) And I was very excited because I was getting farther in the game and I decided to stand up while playing. And this is a time where we didn't have like an entertainment center with the NES in in a shelf there because that would make sense and nobody realized that video game systems were important enough to do that with. So it was in the middle of the floor. So I stood in front of the NES, and my foot backed into the NES, and it kicked the NES into a reset state. And it reset, and I 
it said it was in that blinking like I'm resetting, I'm off, I'm re- I'm on, I'm off sort of blinking state that the NES gets Ooh. into. If you remember, uh, turn yeah. it off. I turn the NES, I turn the thing on, and all the saves on Zelda were wiped. Ouch! That was my first time losing a game save, and I think I've been paranoid about it ever since. So there you go, Mike. You're right. I <laughs> was scarred go. as a kid. There had to be <laughs> a reason. I repressed it apparently. <laughs> Yeah. So, what else we got? We got one more story from, let's see, Mr. Hipfy Kezzy. Hipfy Kezzy? I don't know how to say that. Um, Which is funny, because you guys were like, the only bad Medicaid cards were PlayStation. He's complaining about a GameCube. Yeah. He says, I, the only time I've had issues with the crappy, I had a crappy Mad Cat's memory card for the GameCube. I think I restarted Wind Waker three separate times, even though I had multiple saves because every so often all the files would just vanish. New card and the problem was solved, but I don't think I'll ever buy one of their products again. <laughs> Which is really funny because I'm, I'm actually kind of missing Mad Cat's this generation. Because for PlayStation 2 and GameCube, and I actually even had like an Xbox controller for when I went over to other people's houses. They made like miniature versions of all the controllers. Yep. And they were so incredibly comfortable for me. Yeah, I have, loved You them. have the hands because of a Smurf. <laughs> Shut up. I don't know how you find room to have tattoos on them, actually. And you know what's really funny is uh, when I was a kid, I played guitar, and we actually couldn't find guitars. I could reach my chords, so my guitars were all custom made. Sorry, Anna, you can't play guitar. Here's a harmonica. (laughs) 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 All right, Michael, what's your story? (laughs) So, back in the day, I mean, I kind of heard that Certain things weren't very good to save, but I, the mega cards. Do you remember those? Oh, yes. they had like twenty pages with like switches and stuff on there. Oh, those yeah. are scary pieces of engineering there. Well, this is when I was starting to have problems saving my games because I had two memory cards and they were completely full. Yeah. So someone says, "We well, need to buy one of these mega cards," and I've used one forever and they're wonderful. I said, "Okay." <laughs> so I went and I got up one of those. And I started putting all my old Final Fantasy saves, the tactics saves, you know, um, Breath of Fire 3 saves. All these things, basically, like he said, not the perfect saves, but the saves where I wanted to keep them around. And I think I had that for about six months, and I was great. And I didn't ever use it except to, um, you know, save these things onto it. I never used it as an active thing because, you know, I, I, I too felt this was kind of sketchy. Mm-hmm. And I just, one day I was like, oh, I want to replay something from, I think it was from Tactics. Yeah. Because um, I hadn't done the deep dungeon completely. I'd only done like four floors. Okay. And so I go and I load it up and the entire page is missing. Mm. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I lost everything I had from the PlayStation era. Yeah. It's scary. It, it's, it's only scary, but I wasn't that upset because except for going back to play Tactics... I never really went back to play anything else. <laughs> That's not too bad, then. No, it's not too bad, but it was just annoying that... I don't know. Yeah, that, I, that would be that would piss me off, too. So. Yeah. yeah, especially in my database, I still have, like, yeah, I had these saves. Oh, wait, no, I don't. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that's our that's our uh, save discussion. I don't think we have a topic for next week. I got some yeah, old topics. Yeah, somebody could try. suggested actually one that might be interesting because I think what it'll bring out some divisive thoughts. Um, you games remember? you feel deserve a sequel. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Games you if feel you s- deserve a sequel. And if anyone says Legend of Dragoon, <laughs> I will stab you. Legend of Dragoon, three of them. <laughs> I want Beyond the Beyond. No, no, no. The problem is, I want a Legend of Dragoon sequel that does everything that I liked in Legend of Dragoon and doesn't do anything I didn't like. Okay. So, in other words, you want a completely different game. No, I liked (laughs) the battle system, and I liked the beginning of the story. I just thought they completely trashed it at the end. Fifteen minutes into the game, there's like this awful homoerotic death scene. You want more of that? Save it. Save it for the discussion next week. We're going to talk about it then. We can. There are far worse things about the game than that scene. (laughs) <laughs> I just thought that said it off on all. I can't way. stop them. They just want to talk. Anyways, they, they just want to. <laughs> no, we're not listening to you. Go away. I know what. what I, I want Eleven to have a sequel, so Mike will stop playing it and start playing a new one. 
I too would play. <laughs> yes. What would they call it? Would it be eleven two or something else? Um, they would call it. Their hey, next hey, demo. They, it's they, Chris's roommate. The yeah. They're not calling it Final Fantasy eleven two. So uh, let's move on to the new releases. Playing WoW with you. Shut up. Dear Grace, coming into the wow. blue. Shut up. Say what? I don't think oh, right, either yeah. of these get good yeah. reviews. Yeah, Suiko and... Valkyrie Profile felt like iffy. I don't think we have a review up of Tear Grace, do we? Swore we did. Or at least an impression. I don't see one. We have an impression. I think we had an impression. We have an impression okay. of both. No reviews. Linked on their game pages. Yep. Except we do have a we do have a Valkyrie Profile review. I know we do. Yes, it's, it's right here. It's oh. being discussed. On, it, it went up like our after page so 12 or 13 yeah, of the Star so Ocean broken. thread, and we were like, okay, nobody panic. We're putting up another Trice review that says the game's mediocre. <laughs> yeah, no one cared about that one. Please don't um, kill us. All right. <laughs> Other new releases this week is uh, Crystal Defenders. This is the uh, game that came out for cell phones and then for the iPhone, this uh, tower defense game. It's now also out on the Xbox Live. Not an RPG. Ooh. It's not an RPG, but it's got Square Enix characters. So, uh... yeah, you just want me to play a tower defense game that I don't think is no. Don't easy. play that one. No, there are better ones. <laughs> I not I the found one a good you one gave called... me. That flash one was awful. You don't like that? Well, that's like the that's the quintessential one. Desktop tower defense. I don't know if you don't. Why well, don't like that one? There's a there's another good so one called Balloon what You have to do after yeah. playing it like three times. I want to see you do it though. Do one of the hard challenges, Mister. It's so obvious what you have to do. You haven't gotten to any. You don't realize that the hard bosses come later, like the oh, ones okay, that are just totally the screwing ones up were on so you. Fun. Yeah, they, they screw they screw things up on you. You should try balloon pop too. That's another fun one. I should like play real games. This is why Chris balloons. never finished. Yeah, games. it's called balloons, not balloon pop. Balloons. That's a fun one. Because all he does it's really is fast play to play. I do not. I play WoW. That's all I play. So. <sighs> Alright, we got some reviews Except up. Except when I want to play, and then he's not on. Yeah, apparently not. So, Especially our... when he says night before. Oh, when are you going to be on after Nizel? Oh, about 9 o'clock. Okay. At 9 o'clock, not. I didn't hear a not word play. from you that you were ready to play. I just logged in. You're not logged in? Then you must not be playing WoW. Uh-huh. I don't come and bug you. No, you should aim me. Alright. Actually, I did IM you. You didn't respond. No, you didn't. Did too. Did not. I have the logs. I can prove it. I'm I have logs a log. Too. Here, want me to go get a log? All right. So, can we have this debate later? We're kind of we're kind of doing a podcast right now, and as much as domestic abuse cast is fun, we should do something other than that. And you didn't message me at nine. Yeah. No, I didn't message you. I messaged you later when I was bored. This yeah, is this is passive aggressive guilt cast. Is what this is. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, moving on, we have lots of reviews. All right, yeah. <clears throat> great. Our tonelical two review. Yeah, every, I think like every review we had this week, with the exception of like The Witcher, was controversial mm. because we gave Our Tonelical two four out of five, yeah. despite the fact that it is horribly glitchy. Well, it has one big glitch. I thought is it there has a lot of little glitches too. Some... No, it has a bunch of glitches. It has a one bunch of, of one of them is a really good crasher. Uh, One of them is like game crashing. What are the rest like? They they make interesting things happen. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. But I mean, a game crashing bug is a game crashing bug. It's a not... game crashing bug caused by localization. Yeah, because it's, it's not in the Japanese version. Zach well, no, they, someone it. actually um, investigated and found out why. Apparently, the string it's supposed to say isn't actually pointed in the right place, and that's why it crashes. Oops. All right. So, Artanelico 2, Melody and Metallica, I mean Metaphalica, or whatever it's called. Uh, four out of five. It's uh, positives for solid, enjoyable combat, catchy musical store, generally enjoyable characters, but shoddy localization and glitches ahoy are some negatives, and the combat drop quality drops near the end. So, four out of five overall, though, so still worth picking up if you're interested in those games. Just read up on which bot- optional boss fight to avoid. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had The Witcher. Uh, this was the enhanced edition, yep. so it's out on the PC now. It's coming out for the consoles. Uh, a different, or is it already yeah, out? it's a no. It's not out yet for the consoles. It's coming. It's kind of a different build to make it more it's console friendly. Double enhanced. Well, it's it's console version, really. Um, yeah. Anyway, I, I've always heard good things about The Witcher, and especially the enhanced edition, which goes above and beyond. That's 
some real commitment to their game there. So I mean, I actually really like free. the pluses that he has listed here. Like, the, the pluses are players' choices actually matter, great story and voice acting, friendly interface and journal system, and hard to get lost. That's amazing. Those are all, like, huge pluses, Those are pluses. for me. The minuses are, are some occasional combat frustrations and some graphic cropping and popping, which, you know, it's a PC game. That stuff happens. It's a PC game. It's that's going to happen. It gets I hope it four won't and a half out of five. So that's a really good score. So that sounds really good. Cool. So check then, that out. and then, then we get to. I'm, I'm actually going to skip to the to the final one and then go back because okay. Star Ocean: The Last Hope was posted first, mm-hmm. and we did give it a two and a half out of five. Yikes! We're like the lowest score of that reviewed that game, right? Uh, we- I mean, this is the same conversation we have every week, though. Is you know, your typical review site only uses like you know between maybe sixty and ninety percent. So if they give something, you know, if, if we consider 60, 70, 80, 90, uh, you know, 70%, which is what a lot of sites are giving it, that's pretty crap. That would be like two out of four on their systems. Yeah, I remember in our old system, we gave a game of seven and we got yelled at for weeks. And they decided, you know what, we should have a real system instead of not going below five like everyone else. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Now, it's supposed to have like, an incredible battle system, but you know, everything everything else is like complex crafting system, which is a positive, and then the negative immediately <laughs> afterward is hampered by inaccessibility. <laughs> and then Adrian does not like the the long cutscenes or the dialogue or the voice acting or I don't the think any cutscenes that go to the point my controller turns off is acceptable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's really funny because there was a complaint on the forums that, like, oh, Xenosaga was cut all sorts of, you know, uh, guff for this. And it's like, Xenosaga was given all sorts of crap for this. They weren't given any props for it. I mean, there was a reason that people said you watched Xenosaga, you didn't play it. Uh, Actually, there's a lot of people who like that. They like the movie nature games. Yeah, and that's cool, but, I mean, eh, it's really not an everything. It, it's not an everybody thing, and honestly, I think more people find it tedious than enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I don't find it tedious, it's just I came to play a game, not watch a movie. If I, I want to watch a movie, it's... I got DVDs. Well, it's the same I argument people had about Metal Gear Solid 4, disconnect. actually. It's the same argument people had about the Metal Gear games, so... I mean... I don't play Metal Gear, so I'm staying out of that conversation. It's the same thing. It's about is it do people care if the there's a lot of cinemas in your game or should it only be gameplay? It's the same discussion. So yeah, you've already had it. So. You had it for this game. So and then a couple of days later, we put out a review for Valkyrie Profile: Covenant of the Plume. We also gave it two and a half out of five. Mm-hmm. So yep, but it's by a different person, so they can't even yell at Adrian. Completely different person. But Adrian should fire him, and then we should fire Adrian, because they're both stupid. I thought that was funny. <laughs> Apparently, about a, a lot of people came over from what? What was it? GameFAQs? GameFAQs. Yeah. <laughs> and decided to post Every time ire. we give something a mediocre score, there's always like, I read this on GameFAQs, and I object. Okay, we'll go back to GameFAQs and object. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I don't write reviews to appease the entire internet. And I don't think anybody else on the site should either. So, you know what? I'm sorry you didn't like it. You can submit this review or you can, you know, just uh, Yeah, I think that... Uh, I think the concerns that I've been reading about in the, uh, in the actual thread elaborating s- further on the review on top of what's already in it, like, it drives... Difficulty of an RPG is such an integral part of a game for me. Like, if a game is too easy, I'm not going to want to play it. If a game is too hard, I'm not going to want to play it. I hate games that are difficult just for the sake of being difficult. And the way that Covenant of the Plume is described is basically, if something is too hard for you, you break it, and then it doesn't matter because it's suddenly completely and utterly easy. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like, where is the middle ground in that? There is no middle ground in this game. Something is either going to, like, screw you, or you're going to walk all over it. That doesn't sound very fun. So Sounds like a puzzle quest. So do we give out the positives and negatives of these? Let's see. I don't think we did yet. 
Yeah, I did Star Ocean. I didn't do. Okay. She Valkyrie. did Star Ocean. You can do. Yeah, Valkyrie, Valkyrie of the Profile, which got. Um, Valkyrie also, of the Profile? Valkyrie what? of the Profile. <laughs> That's the new name for it. Covenant of the Plume. Covenant of the Plume. <laughs> got a two and a half out of five. Multiple paths and endings, some unique gameplay concept and background music, all good points of the games. However, the hybrid battle system is not executed well, a forced political story ruins the dark plot, and interfaces missing many expected features. So what is it about tactics games that make people feel the need to put in a political story? It just makes it epic. I just don't get that. I don't know. They they all do, though. Shrug. I don't know. Fire Emblems don't seem to be that political. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. They're always yeah. political, aren't they? They're they're about war. Well, I don't know. The That's ones I've political. played are political. War isn't necessarily politics. Well, yes, there is, because they have to explain why they're at war and why you want to fight for this person and why this person's eh. bad and you want to kill them. And uh, Yeah, it goes all into the politics of every nation you go into. Yeah. And then they show so, you from their side, and then somebody from that nation comes and joins your party, so you have to learn about their story and this. That's and right, that. because if, if you didn't, you know, they're just going to die <laughs> next scene anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> so that's reviews we're done with reviews all right um two impressions went up uh one for league of legends clash of fates which sounds like two game titles merged together but that's the name of it by riot <laughs> games uh, michael cunningham got to play this uh la- what, last week um when he was in san francisco mm-hmm. um oh i thought he was out there for something else besides this nope Oh, that was, was it. it. All right. All in all, my time with League of Legends was chaotic fun. He says. So apparently, he enjoyed it. It's a uh, it's a game that Chris should have read more about before doing this segment. <laughs> <laughs> it's a session based game in which two teams of players fight against each other in a field of battle. Each individual player gets to pick from one pick one from a selection of over a dozen unique champions, akin to selecting a fighter. In a, it sounds like a fighting game. Mm. Okay, it's, it's a very hybrid game thing. It's, but you yeah. level up as you play. I don't know. This sounds more like an action game. All right. Well, the the jury will be out on that maybe. Right. Hybrid. The, there's no such thing as a hybrid anymore. It's elements, right? No, no, no. Elements was last year. Now we're All going right. with hybrid. So is there is there a single player story campaign where you level your character and have experience points in the story? Presumably, <laughs> you don't know. You're already calling it a hybrid. You don't even know. <laughs> That's what they told me when they wanted me to come. It's a hybrid. I'm like, All right. well, we'll take their word for it means. for now, and then we'll. They explained it to me, and I was like, uh Do you use lots of buzzwords? Yes. Is it it's a PR. unique syn- what... a, a, a unique synergy between action and RPG elements. No, it wasn't Square Enix buzzwords. It oh, was okay. Just... <laughs> No, that's uh, that's polymorphic content with Square Enix. Uh, they're buzzwords. they're done with polymorphic. Content. Oh, they're done no, with they're polymorphic. Okay. Because I thought they were still releasing polymorphic content. Yes, but they don't call it that anymore. Now they're just broadening all their exposure. Uh, We also have an impression up by Michael Baker of uh, Final Fantasy IV The After Years. This was the cell phone game that's out in Japan that's probably going to be coming to WiiWare, though we don't know if it'll come out here. He says, as soon as I booted up the game for the first time, the sweet, musty scent of nostalgia (laughs) wafted through. Okay. He also says it's it is a story of searching of the relationship between parent and child or master and pupil of honor and sacrifice, each within the context of a renewed threat and strange happenings. Man, he's a good writer. He's a good writer. You're a weird vocalist. <laughs> I'm a weird vocalist. Yes. <laughs> so you can go read about that. It's more Final Fantasy Four. You know you're gonna like it. So go check that out. And now we got recently played. It, it's rather funny because you say that, and yet all the forums are like, why do we care about this game anymore? It's just going to ruin the original. Because <laughs> they've been scarred by most sequels. What, Ten Two wasn't good enough for you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> had a good battle Ten system, two right? Ten Two was glorified fan service, thank you. We have had so was Final this. Fantasy Nine. big deal. Yeah, Ten Two had a good battle system, but uh, that's a lot of assumptions about girl gamers, right? That's the Lucifer take on it. Anyway, that's what he's Moving on. Let's yeah. not. All right. How about Michael? Will it play on the PS3? Because if it will, then I might play it. Otherwise, I won't. Yeah, I don't know. Why don't you tell us about what you've been playing, Mike? Oh, uh, Dragon Quest V. Ooh. Yeah. Me too. I'm very close to the end now. I'm not. I, I, I was rather embarrassed because uh, Ethos wanted it as uh, his game of the month. And I've been talking to Seventh for so much, and I was like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. And, and Ethan asked me about TQ5, and I just tell him some random plot point. And he's like, huh? And I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> so, 
Hopefully he's not too tainted. Terrible. (laughs) Spoiling the game he wants. I, uh, I'm, I, I'm actually really looking forward to the point where I get my wagon. I'm not there yet, but I really want to be. Because I want to start actually capturing monsters and stuff. Yeah, the game kind of is like, eh, until you get the wagon. It's like, oh, wait, now I have all well, these options and decisions, and I can make at, my party instead of just having the same person do the same stuff. At the moment, like, my fat brother gave me the key and was like, go to the archives, and I'm like... I, I didn't no know you had a brother. Yeah. Oh, in the in game. The game. All right. And okay. I have several brothers. What are you talking about? Right. I, I don't know. He likes crack. Okay, Apparently. just checking. Just checking. <laughs> yeah. Yay, I jumped in. Keep going. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's Usually it's like when I get to the Undragon Quest, it's like, oh, I want to finish. I want to finish. And now I'm not sure I want to finish. I want to keep messing around and doing stuff. Trying to so get your that's, king. That's a good sign, right? King heal slime. Well, no, I gave up on the king cure slime. I farmed that thing for <laughs> five hours. And uh, Someone called you insane on the forums, by the way. Excellent. No, they called me insane in the forums if I was still doing it. Oh, no, that's right. No, they called you insane for doing it, I think. <laughs> I mean, the fact that I gave up means I still have some sanity They left. were like, it must be really good. Is it really good, Mike? Or did you just want it? The Cure, King Cure Slime is one of the best healers in the game. Okay. And I thought I would need it um, to m- progress. But mm-hmm. here was the ironic thing, is I was trying to beat this really hard boss. Yeah. And this really hard boss was like, I mean, it wasn't even close. It was like, oh, I, I died a whole bunch. So I was like, well, if I get the King Cure Slime, then he can cure me, and then I can kill this really hard boss. And what ended up happening was, is leveling so much, trying to get the King Cure Slime, as I went and I killed the boss and said, oh, I guess I'm okay. Fair enough. So That'll do it. It, it served its purpose, even though it's not the result I wanted in the first place. So, um, so. summary, that again, then, I guess, then, is that the side quests are pretty awesome, and you're liking them? That wasn't a side quest. Well, the, but you said you don't want to finish the game, and you're still putzing around. Oh, well, I just want to catch more monsters stuff. and kind of hang around. And I mean, I I just like DQ Battle System. I'm sorry people think it's boring, but I think it's kind of fun. Ah. And um, I just kind of want to mess around and do stuff. I mean, there's really nothing more for me to do, as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. I didn't use anything, you know, because this is not a spoiler. In every Dragon Quest, you get progression of keys. Yeah. So I have the awesome key, mm-hmm. and I'm like. I didn't really look around. <laughs> you know, I was like, I don't care. I got enough stuff. But, you know, I could look around and find the stuff and do the... Um, there's sometimes also quests you do with the stuff, but... Okay. I don't know. Part of me still like, yeah, but I really should finish this because I've crossed into 35 hours and kind of want to finish. So... Cool. I'm torn. What should I do? Uh, I would say you should finish and move on to something else, but... Yeah. Whatever. Other than that, uh, a little bit of Sword and a little bit of WoW. A um, little bit of Eleven. I did change uh, Nations for the first time, even though I swore I'd never do that. So, so you change it. your faction affiliation in the game. And then it gives you a bunch of new quests that you haven't done before. Yeah, a whole new story. Basically, I mean, if you haven't played Final Fantasy Eleven, there are three separate stories. And you pick one when you start the game. And then later on you can switch and do the other two. And I swore I'd never do that because I pledged allegiance to the nation, but everybody's like, no, you need to find the whole story, because then that actually makes complete sense. And so I'm uh, like, oh, fine, I have nothing else to do, so I'll do that. Okay. So, Cool. I'm um, now best talkian and I'm sad. Good for you. <laughs> I, haven't, uh, I haven't played much beyond WoW this week. I did play a little bit of Guardia Crest inside of Retro Game Challenge. Um, mm-hmm. So, I went to the Celestial Tower and started on that. And uh, it's still very basic RPG-ish. But. Did you find a dragon? Not yet. Oh, Hopefully well, you must not be done yet. No, I'm not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll see. I, I hope it ends with a dragon or a dragon's lord or something, because that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I was actually using it as a way to to, count, to, to get ready for bed, because it's another <laughs> down game, because then you're like, I'm just, I'm just grinding, I'm grinding, I'm grinding. Yeah, I think I'm ready for sleep, because... It's not this the most innovative, right? <laughs> I, yeah. I imagine the same thing would be true if I had a DQ5. So. Mm, I don't know. Do you, how many people do you have in your party? And well, I know it's true because I had DQ8 and I would do the same thing there. Oh, all right. <laughs> the vital system isn't that interesting to me. <laughs> I just think it's fun, especially once you get the tension item in 8. It's really fun. Yeah, that's cool, though. I was ready. 
All right, so let's see. Uh, Anna, what did you play? <clears throat> she played had Mute a- Your Mic, apparently. No, she had AFK. She had AFK. Oh. Did you not read the text that she just told you? Oh, look at that. Uh, <laughs> skip to news. Good, good uh, timing. Apparently we should go out anyway. to our news section without her. Which is fine. The oh. problem is that the first story is a story she's going to want to comment on. So skip it and come back to it when she comes back. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Fable 2 then. Fable 2 news Yeah, came nobody wants to talk about that anyway, so... Mm-hmm. So, on the Lionhead community website, they uh, posted some info about Fable 2, about like all the achievements that they got, and how it sold 2.6 million copies. 66 million achievements have been unlocked with it, which, I don't know what that means. But, uh, so the important one... part... They actually what? track that? Yeah. So, the average person got 30 achievements from Fable 2. I guess. Wow. That they, sounds... they even know which one was unlocked the most, the Whippersnapper. I would hope the first one, to be honest. I don't know. I would think so, too. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're going to give a whole bunch of stuff... Only 61,037 think... wow, have gotten the doll catcher achievement, whatever that is. I should have looked that Apparently up. I think it's very hard. Yeah. All right. Um, the important part of that thread, though, was that there's going to be more downloadable content for Fable 2. Oh, okay. So beyond Not Whole Island, which is already out, there will be more. They say they're working on it, but that's all they've said. So we don't know the rest. This is my pet peeve about achievements, though. What is that? So they've made this achievement for Fable 2. Mm-hmm. And they made the list based on what you have. Mm-hmm. And then you're not allowed to add achievements for downloadable content. Oh. And it just bugs me because it's like, if the game changes in any way, I mean, there's the same problem with, uh, you know, like online games. Like uh, 11 had achievements in, on the 360, right? Yeah. So you've got achievements for capping certain jobs. Well, I don't get new achievements for capping the new jobs because they're never allowed to change the achievements once they have them. Mm-hmm. And it just bugs me. Mm. Maybe I'm just weird. But no, I me. think you're right. Um, that's why I like uh, you know, less rigid achievement systems like the one that Valve has or um, like on other sites that are doing that sort of stuff. You, know, mm. you can just kind of change it and add it as you wish. Uh, I mean, the problem is, I guess, is they're stuck with 1,000 points. And they have to allocate all 1,000 points when they get it, and even they can if only the add so, continuing and, to grow. And I think they can only add 200 points worth of achievements for a downloadable content up to a total of, like, 600 or something like that. I, I don't... There's some sort of limits, so... Okay, but... Yeah, it's just... It's just I don't know. It's just achievements. They don't matter. It's my... It's even. People need their even. Yeah, uh-huh. All right. <laughs> all right, so uh, we had some uh, responses to that story in our forums, uh... Shoptrol, for example, says the existence of Fable 3 was leaked via Twitter. Uh, not that anyone was surprised. So I don't know how that happened, but I think that's funny that it came out via Twitter. That our new, uh, that's our new liability now. How does well, that... you know, you get these people typing on their cell phones. Sometimes they say the wrong things. Tisk tisk. I don't know, man. That's how do... I don't. I want to know how that happened. I don't think it's a true leak. I think what happens is, is they sit there and oh. they can say something. A British TV star confirmed that he was working on Fable 3's voice acting. Oops. Yeah. And now he's not. <laughs> yes, they are doing it right. Chris, oh, that's funny. Um, good night, all. Must go to bed. Got asked to do voice in Fable 3 tonight. Subarashi Oyasumi Nasia Wosout. Ross wrote. This would be uh, Ro- Jonathan Ross is the guy. So, <laughs> Oops. <laughs> That's funny. Voice actors tend to do that. Like you see that on like IMDb pages for the voice actors and stuff. Sometimes it's like it's how they get their unaccredited credits, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Master Chief responds and says, "Ooh, another game to be let down by." Referring to Fable Three, who needs Lucifer's oh, Fountain of Perpetual Disappointment when we have Fable? And Shop Troll follows up. As much as I would love to see another Syndicate game, I don't think I can trust Molino to to know how to recapture the fun. He's like the gaming equivalent of George Lucas. So we've got a bunch of haters for Fable <laughs> responding to the Fable story. <laughs> I think everybody hates on George Lucas even though he did make the original ones so good. I mean, yeah, he made bad ones later, but nobody's perfect. <laughs> but now he's like the evil devil. Oh, he made bad movies. Oh. Well, and did you see the last Indiana Jones? Yeah. He's still making bad. bad movies. I didn't think it was that bad. It wasn't as good as the first one. It was ones. ridiculous. It, it was out there. It was insanity. It was not it's like supposed Indiana to be out Jones. there. No, it, it. There's a difference between out there and being stupid, and that was stupid. All right. Like you don't shoot someone across a testing range in a fridge. 
It was dumb. It was a fun concept, but it didn't fit. It, it's not. Oh, yeah, even, yeah. Okay, it, it doesn't fit like it, but it was stuff. a fun and, concept. And the, and the alien stuff was just ridiculous. Whatever. <laughs> I didn't like it. Bitter, bitter old man is Chris. I didn't like it. I like some parts of it, but I didn't like it as a whole. You know, I've seen a lot of really crappy stuff coming out lately, and that was still better than most of that. So I'm going to give him something. <laughs> okay. I mean, you, whatever. No, you, you look I'm at done all with Lucas. Yeah. I've lost fight in, faith in him. You've lost fight? <laughs> I've lost faith in him. Anna, you back? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so. Never. <laughs> I want. I was saving this story for you, um, and that's the Sting story. Sting has formed an exclusive publishing agreement <laughs> with Atlas in Japan. So um, I don't know if it's going to change anything here, but uh, it's interesting that they're teaming up pretty much permanently for for now on, at least for the foreseeable future. Um, um, if they publish in Japan, they have first crack to publish in North America. Uh-huh. Is generally the way it works. But Atlas has been the one publishing them here anyway, is aren't they? Yes. Okay. But it probably it. <sighs> It probably means that they have some exclusivity built into North American releases as well. Because, mm. I mean, Sting the... games are actually getting pretty popular. Yeah, they are. So, you know, now other companies would be like, hmm, maybe we should think about picking them up. Yeah. And us can be like, nah, mine, my Sting, <laughs> not yours, go away. Well, the real the real action will be when someone buys them. But yeah. what's up with and the... I mean, the thing is, is that, you know, the more these games get out in Japan the more that, the better chance I think they have in North America. And I mean, as the story says, one of the things that this agreement does is it's an extra, like, 50% release circulation or something like that. Okay. What does that mean in English? Well, I mean, um, it means they'll be make more 50% It means more that the they're going to make right? more copies of the game. Yeah. More copies of the game, more copies... To Which I think is ironic to go to Atlas for a higher distribution... There you go. <laughs> kind of the it's, smallest it's, distributor it's a, that I know. It's a minor ironic, uh, but that's okay. Maybe in Japan, they're, they're going to print enough that you can find it for three months instead of two. Sweet. Hey, that's that's fifty cool. percent. There you go. All I mean, done. I think honestly, I think Atlas's strategy on the number of games that they publish, yeah, or the number of games that they print, is bloody brilliant. Yeah, they don't. They seem to be okay. To, they have. They like, can take better chances. Consistently, 100% sell through. Yeah. That's, that that's a nice rocks. stat to have. Yeah. I mean, you can't. <laughs> you don't care so much about game I mean, rankings when you've got full sell through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean, that really does put them in a position where they can take a lot more chances. And I mean, they had a bunch of lemons last year, but that's okay. They had a lot of really good gems, too. So, what is this about uh, Atlas having a financial crisis in Japan? Oh, they they had like a huge loss in Atlas of Japan had a huge loss this year. Okay. Oh, that's it. All right. They were supposed to have a one yeah. million. They were, they were supposed US to have a minor pop. loss, and they ended yeah. up having a like. Huge oh wow! Loss. They were supposed to have a like a one million dollar loss and had like a twenty million dollar loss. I'm, I'm not sure big. those numbers are quite accurate, but yeah, it was intended to be a little loss. Ended up being another power up. Oh, twenty four million dollar loss. You're right. <laughs> it was worse. <laughs> That's that's not good. So why are they? So if they have a full sell through, why are they losing money? I don't. I think their strategy in, in Japan, Japan. Right. is different from their strategy in. So that would explain why Sting will get more distribution yeah. then. Right. Yeah. So I think that this pair up with Sting is probably one of the ways to salvage this big loss. Hmm. Very very discouraging. I hope they get through it because I mean. Atlas U.S. can't survive if Atlas Japan goes down, I wouldn't think. Uh, no? <laughs> Not in the same way, because there's a lot of J- RPGs we like from Atlas that Atlas develops, so... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that would be a problem. Like Shin Megami Tensei. Yeah, so. someone would pick up Sting, I'm sure, but... Uh, yeah, well, yeah right. they'd be leaping on Sting. I'm sure Xseed would pick it up mm. if Marvelous themselves didn't. But anyways, yeah. moving on. So yes, that 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 made me happy to see, and I am so excited because I got to talk with Flamethrower last night for the first time on AIM. You talked with an inanimate he, object? Mm-hmm. No, it's uh, he's uh, one of our boardies, and okay. the chat people recognize him. But he imported Knights in the Nightmare, which is the third game out of that uh, spiritual series. 
that has Riviera and Igdra. Oh, this is the one you're looking it's forward the- to. Yeah, this is the one that I'm totally juiced for. And he was telling me all about it. And it sounds so good. And I'm super stoked. Okay. So I I've I don't want to talk about it quite yet because I'm uh about on the podcast because I'm I'm trying to convince him that he should write an import review and he's like, Well, I don't know anything about the story and I'm like, That's okay. Just talk about everything else because <laughs> it sounds seriously awesome. Oh good. Excellent. So if 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 I can't convince him to write a review, I'm gonna like talk about it on the next show or something. Ah, that sounds cool. All right, so let's uh, move on to uh, the E's announcements, which is that Falcom, spelled F A L C O M, not F I I L C O M. That would be bad. So <coughs> Falcom, like Falcon with an M, not failure. Um, nobody else thinks that's funny. It's just me, huh? Okay, so it's Falcom. Going. I'm just annoying. Falcom officially announced two new Ease games, Ease 7 and Ease 1 and 2 Chronicles. Uh, Ease 7 will be out in fall of 09, and Ease 1 and 2 Chronicles will be out in summer of 09. This is in Japan, I'm sure. Uh, the two, uh, they only had artwork for the games, and but they will be on a platform that has not been announced yet. People mm-hmm. think it'll be a PSP because Falcom has recently worked on other PSP no. games. like. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to cut you off there because I thought you were about to say something different. Because Falcom has recently worked on other PSP cut titles like Gurumen, uh the series Legend of Heroes, and uh, an upcoming game called Brandish the Dark Revenant. But uh, so uh, there was something about screenshots being released in April's Dengeki PlayStation, also suggesting a Sony system for the release of those games. So that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> okay. So anyway, fan reactions on our message boards. Um, well, I shouldn't call them fan reactions. Your reactions, you the listeners. The they, the the two big reactions are WTF? Aren't didn't we just get this on the DS? Yeah, um, yeah. One guy's like another remake of one and two, but Omega's like <laughs> that astonishes me too. They just released one and two on the DS, which is yeah, exactly. Why? Um, so the, because it, it's still fresh. That's Omega's why. no Omega theorizes because that, okay. If you go down to the third post that you yeah, uh, well, let me get there. Highlighted. Let me get there. Omega says. Uh, on the PSP, old school Ease fans might like the f- fact that there won't be touch controls and will probably have the original battle system controlled by the D-pad, which is some people were complaining about in the review thread for Ease 1 and 2 on the DS. Um, Jume says um, Ease 1 in particular is getting close to double digits in the remake department, <laughs> as in how many remakes there's been of it. Ease 2 isn't far behind. Where are the Ease 3, 4, and 5 remakes is what he wants. <laughs> um, and then finally we have Wordwad, who contributes a really long post here. Uh, about uh, Ease 1 and 2 DS wasn't made by Falcom. So this is the first time, or this is probably one of the only times that Falcom's actually doing the remake themselves, right? And uh, the okay. previous, some of the previous ports of Ease games were done by Taito. So, and they completely reimagined like Ease 3, he says. Uh, the, only, the last time Falcom themselves released Ease 1 and 2 was the superlative Ease 1 and 2 Complete for Windows in 2002. Sounds like a vineyard of wine or something. <laughs> I have to say, I need to comment this thread about the Ease story because people had this wonderful discussion and back and forth, and they disagreed about one, some games that they liked and dis- and other games that they didn't like. But they did it in a civil manner. There was no flaming. There were no insults. It was extraordinary. It was like you never see this on a message board. I was so impressed. I was so impressed. This it actually happens a fair bit on our forums. Place. Okay. This, I guess yeah. when the game FAQs people don't come over, this is how it goes? Is that what it is? Yeah, pretty right. much. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> uh, let's see. What else they said? Um, and there's a heavy implication here. The reason they're releasing the games again on PSP is because they plan on porting every Ease game to PSP one by one in order. There's also talk that Ease 1 and 2 Chronicles may be a full remake akin to Ease the Oath of Infegana, which I guess was some port of... What? Oh, yeah, which is... Ease, the Falcom's reimagining of Ease 3. So um, so people are really looking forward to this because I guess you know the, the company themselves is doing it, the PSP is a good platform for it, and hopefully it'll just be better. And uh, Ease 7 is, of course, big news if you're an Ease fan. So there you go. And you guys don't care because you don't play Ease. We do. I we do. just haven't had any great ones yet. <laughs> we don't get I the good ports, do we? Did we get it's some of these good Falcom ports? Mm. I'm not, not really. that interested in the old, old, old Ease games. I'm more interested in like Ease Seven. Mm-hmm. Well, so it's I like, want yay! That doesn't suck. So you know, when an Ease Six that doesn't suck. How did the first one suck? 
load, 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 okay. Did you play it on the PSP or something? Yes. It's the only Get version the I knew of. PlayStation 2 version. You, well, or um, um, work with me to find a way to make it so you're not loading from UMD on your PSP. Oh, yeah, I could do that, honey. That'd be good, yeah. Yeah, that might be good. <laughs> <laughs> no piracy. All right. Finally, last news story. Uh, Wrath of Lich King, forbidden in China. I had not heard anything about the trouble that Blizzard apparently has getting Wallcraft You hadn't heard about this? No, I didn't. This has been news for, like, forever. This this is interesting. I didn't even play WoW. Oh, I know. You're awesome, and I suck. I know, I know, I know. And China was not on the list. But I know about it now. we actually made a point of going, China's not on this list. Yeah, Yeah, we did. So apparently there's something about having reanimated skeletal remains and having a raid that takes place where you're attacking a city that makes it so Chinese government officials don't want to let the game in their well, country. There's, there's, there's a bunch of objectionable content and they've changed some of the stuff already. They've, there's some things that aren't included. This is why we'll never see the Pandera race. In I don't understand why skulls are bad, basically. Uh, you know what? It's just, they have a lot of things that they censor and not all of it makes sense from a North American perspective. Yeah. I'm sure it makes total sense. But, but to get them. this, get this. They have like, in our version of the game, you have these reanimated skeletons that walk around and, you know, they're undead, obviously. In the Chinese version of the game, the same characters you'll see, they'll have like skin on their bones and they'll just yeah, like they, reanimated corpses. Which apparently that's okay. They're yeah, zombies. They're, they're, I don't know. It seems to be like an absolute thing. Things either need to have no flesh or be fully fleshed. Interesting. And I don't know the mentality. I just haven't bothered looking it up. But it's really interesting because this must be absolutely killing the players in China because um, something you've probably noticed. You, well, no, it's something that you guys have probably noticed um, just talking about the game and talking to people is um, overall alliance to horde ratio favors the alliance hand down in North America. Uh, in Europe, it's kind of 50-50. In a lot of like the Latin countries, it still favors the alliance. In China, it is like 10 to 1 horde. Hmm. Horde overpowers everything. And that's where the undead are. Hmm. Right. Interesting. The undead, they can't be. Yeah, the undead... Yeah, they can be. <laughs> well, they can they're be. Just, it. They just have different. completely different models. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, All right. <clears throat> But I, I, the one I think is interesting is attacking a city. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, Apparently that's just, I think this just has come to light because somebody has put in, like, uh, some sort of, whatchamacallit, they've put in, like, a formal litical complaint. Mm, that sucks. Mm. Okay, so that's it for news. And I was going to do Q&A here, but I noticed that when I was making the show notes, I botched and put a, some of the save stories down here. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, I'm an idiot. That's why you don't proof your work. Oh, I just... I'm sorry, guys. So why don't I, why don't I go ahead and plug a couple more of those? Because we're, we're, <coughs> we're, we're in the biz. We call they it all make short on time. Sad. We need to stretch. <laughs> um, so let's make you sad, and then I'll round up with a couple Q&A questions. Um, let's see. I already did that one. Uh, Sir Edric's... Erdrick, excuse me. I keep on saying Edric. He's Erdrick. He threw that R in there just to screw with me, didn't he? He had a near miss with his memory card in Final Fantasy VII, so I'm sure this won't be as good as Anna's story with Final Fantasy VII. It says the memory card is one of those off-brand memory cards, and it worked well enough for a couple months, and then it started to act weird. Sometimes a PlayStation would read it, sometimes it wouldn't. And when it started to act up, I was close to the end of Final Fantasy VII, and I would have been very upset to have to replay the entire game. Luckily, I scraped up enough money to get a Sony memory card, which has worked perfectly since 1998. This post brought to you by Sony. No, (laughs) They're like 20 bucks. They were expensive. They were. They were expensive. Compared to the third-party ones, which is especially because you could find those used, too. Yeah. I don't know. I I hadn't... That was the thing, was. It's the only reason I had that flip thing was because I had so many... I already had two Sony cards, and I was like... I actually did have a third one, and that one um, was given to me because someone was like, oh, I don't use my PlayStation anymore, and I was like, oh, here's this memory card. So that one died in like two months. <laughs> yeah. And that was intentionally like, I just want to see how long till it dies, because I'd already heard the stories. <laughs> so Ethos um, also contributed. He said his worst deleted save was an RPG he made with my friends on RPG Maker in high school on the PlayStation. It was generally funly, funny and had a lot of memories. Stupid New Age memory cards. <laughs> um, 
Montreve had a similar story with seven and eight people. Apparently, seven and eight. You know, all these PlayStation era games. That's when everyone was losing saves like crazy. I guess um, they completed up to a game, but yeah, turn on seven one day to see all his hard work gone. And eight was on the same card. It was gone too. That's very sad. It is very sad. And uh, finally, Keldara says, "I'll never forget. I had Azure Dreams for PS One, and it was on the same memory card as my Xenogears Clear." Needless to say, the game froze and fried my memory card and destroyed my 72 hours Xenogears last boss save. Needless to say, which he says again, as your dreams met a very untimely demise, and I have yet to replay Xenogears, and I still don't forgive as your dreams for that despicable act. Wait, <laughs> did he actually burn his disc or something for as your dreams? Microwave, I'm sure. I want to hear more about that. Yeah, let, let's follow up that. Let's figure out what happened to Azure Dreams. <laughs> okay. I have two Q&A questions from people now. Um, we'll call him Vic. Send an email saying, Episode 74 is the first podcast I ever listened to, and I really enjoyed it. Thank you, Vic. I'm in the process of getting going back in time and listening to the archived ones. Marty! Uh, though I wanted Marty. to add, <laughs> do you ever <laughs> let some of the RPGamer.com visitors make guest appearances on the show? Uh, I think you guys discussed being able to comment on the live podcast, but I think actually having a random RP gamer on the show would be awesome. Um, right now, we don't do that. I've thought about that. I don't know the best way. We tend to want to just leave it to staff people. Uh, it simplifies a lot of things. And Anna is breathing like Darth Vader for some reason. What? Sorry, I thought I had my <laughs> microphone muted. I'm blowing on my keyboard. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh... As Anna blows her keyboard. All right, so let's see. We've got... Uh, uh, yeah, um, I thought what makes the most sense for me, uh, two things. One, having a live show one night where we do, uh, well, I guess we do live shows every week, but like having a, a, um, a primetime live show where we take live calls and answer questions during the show, um, or just having a voicemail line where people would just call in with questions. I don't know. What do you guys think? Would people do it? I don't, do we have a big enough audience to bother with it? That's my question. What do you guys think? We might for the live show. I don't think you would for like phoning in. Plus, it'd be kind of messy with Skype. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a hater in the podcast <laughs> in the podcast chat room saying, no, we don't care enough. We hate this cast. <laughs> Apparently, that's why they the keep heck? listening. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that. Well, he has a nick of cast haters. So he's not <laughs> being shy point. about it. He wants you to finish your Disgaea 3 review, too. Oh. <laughs> uh, Everybody else does, too. Um, and uh, I had another question. I don't know where it is. I feel sad now. I thought I had that. Uh, hold on. One second. Let me find it. It was from you, wasn't it? Nope. I don't have it. Sorry. I had another question. Somebody asked a good question about something. But I'm a loser. No? I don't know. I thought you had a bunch, but apparently not. Hmm. Eh, hold on. I'm going to find this because we're still short. So let's take a look. Do, do, do. Entertain the troops, Michael. Entertain the troops. Didn't we do this last time and it was just a random stream of consciousness? That, that consciousness? works. Go for it. Go. Oh, okay. Again. This is the song that doesn't end. Yes, it goes. Wait, wait. Someone thinks I'm afraid of Game Facts Wrath. What exactly would they be afraid of? I don't think so. Don't well, think you need to say what they're saying if you're talking in the chat room, Mike. We got, I just did. We that's what he said. Michael's afraid of Game Facts Wrath. I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> um, well, first of all, what, what wrath are you going to get from people who like can't leave their basement? <laughs> okay, uh, there's that. Okay, so I had one question about what's up with uh, the shockingly poor distribution of Persona Four in sh- South Australia. So let me ask that. <laughs> well, um, I don't know the answer to that. Uh, <laughs> first, I'd have to figure out who. But apparently, he went to to find Atlas it, and he couldn't find oh, yeah. it in EB. They didn't have it in stock. He, this is my favorite part. He went to EB, and the guy was like, "Nah, JRPGs aren't that popular, so we didn't. So we didn't get any in. You're gonna have to order it through us and wait a couple weeks." <laughs> like, sorry, man. Uh, We've decided the genre you like doesn't matter. <laughs> isn't that kind of like Australia as a whole, though? Like, I don't know. They don't seem to be. They don't seem to get a ton of games because their pal. Or they were pal when pal actually mattered. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah, really they have extra laws and stuff, and their rating system is completely different from ours. They're the one that has that rating system that's like 13 up. So that's like, well, if it's really an 18-only game, then we're just going to ban it. Yeah. Oh, I know what the last <laughs> question was. I found it, and this was important, and we'll wrap on this. May I ask if this Belgian beer was being discussed was made by monks using a recipe that hasn't changed since the 15th or 16th century? Because if it was, then Chris, it was Chris, right, has every reason to have an hour-long taste bud orgasm. My little broham got me... What is a little broham? Um, got me a bottle of the stuff for my birthday a couple years back. Wish I could remember the name. It cost him about 20 bucks for a pint and was worth every penny and then some. That was Hiffy Kezzy who asked that. And Hiffy Kezzy, I believe it was. But um, unfortunately, there's, I think, a lot of Belgian brews that are like that. So the one I had may not be the one you had. Uh, the two I liked so much was the West Mall Triple. West Mall is spelled W-E-S-T-M-A-L-L-E. And then Triple is spelled T-R-I-P-E-L. You'll also see a single and a double in stores. Um, I like the triple the best. Uh, and then there's the Roquefort, which is R-O-C-H-E-F-O-R-T-E, Trappist, T-R-A-P-P-I-S-T-E. Um, and they, the, the Roquefort's Trappist, um, uh, that comes in three different flavors, three different styles, like a 7% alcohol, an 8% alcohol, and a 10% alcohol, or something like that. So the 10% was the best there, too. Just be careful, because that stuff's potent. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, and that's Chris uh, was so drunk when he was from half Chris a Chris bottle. Got, no, 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 Chris got so smashed. He started flirting with me on Skype. It was the most hilarious stuff. Oh, uh, we should have got ever. that recorded. Yes. Yep. Chris, why didn't you record that? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why I didn't record that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he would have been sober enough to turn the equipment on. Best outtake ever. <laughs> oh goodness. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Leave your comments on the topic of what RPGs you want to see a sequel to at board.rpgamer.com in the thread. Tell us what happened to that copy of As Your Dreams, um, whoever <laughs> yes, that please. happened to, because I'm really curious <laughs> now. Especially since I like As Your Dreams. Uh, Keldaris. Let us know. And uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Um, you can also follow me and Michael on Twitter. I'm Sabin1001, S-A-B-I-N-1001, Michael's M. Tidwell. And uh, we'll catch topic you next for next week. This topic for next week is games you feel deserve a sequel. Don't mention Legend of Dragon. Yes, which I just said. But all right, <laughs> just reiterating. She, she wasn't listening. <laughs> she wasn't listening. She doesn't even listen to the podcast when she's on it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let us know what you want to see and what you like, and we'll respond to your feedback. We'll see you next week. You can also email us at podcastrmpgamer.com. Thank you, Ed Walker, for helping to produce the show. We are out of here. Until next week, um, may you find room at every inn and something dorky that sounds like a good closure for an RPG-related podcast. Just insert your... <laughs> Insert it there. Really dork. Yeah, that was terrible. All right. Oh, See fast. you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Oh. oh, and join us at live streaming, rpgamer.com slash live every week um, at 9 Pacific and noon Eastern. We have so many plugs to make. And if you want to get advertising on the show, we'll We're accept that too. Email Michael. <laughs> yes, email me. Yeah, webma- what, what, do you, what do you want for that? What should those inquiries go Webmasters. To? Webmaster at rpgamer.com. All right. Done. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.